Hi, I'm Josh Escovito with Weintraub Tobin. And I'm Scott Hervey of Weintraub Tobin. Welcome to a new installment of The Briefing by the IP Law Blog. So, Josh, is the NBA getting into the vasectomy business? I think that's a fair question, Scott. I mean, based upon the filing that they just made in the TTAB, one has to question that. And what I mean by that is that, as you know, the NCAA filed a cancellation proceeding seeking to cancel a company known as Virginia Urologist uh, trademark for vasectomy mayhem, claiming that this is likely to cause confusion with its March Madness brand, which includes March Mayhem, uh, and that it's likely to, to blur and, and dilute their brand. Yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting claim. Uh, you know, you do see you do see that type of activity from certain brand holders. I personally have experienced that type of behavior from uh, certain other big brand holders. That uh, you know, if you have a certain element in your trademark, they're going to come after you, usually in the form of an opposition, uh, and basically, you know, seek some type of change to the description of goods or services that basically carves out what it is that they're doing and prohibits you from being in that space. Um, I, I've never, I, I can say I've never been on the other side of the NBA in a trademark issue. So I don't know if they follow a similar, uh, similar pattern, but I wouldn't be too surprised. I mean, I, 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 I think they would have a tough, a tough road to hoe here. Uh, it just seems I, mean, I can't imagine anybody being um, being confused about uh, you know the association. Possibly, um, possibly there may be a good argument that there could be a confusion about sponsorship, right? Because when you think about the NBA, like there's lots of corporate sponsors of the NBA, um, but usually those are fairly big corporate entities and not a regional um, urology center. Uh, but, you know, who knows, right? Yeah, I think that's right, Scott. Actually, I was interested when I really started to dig into this, I learned that this isn't the first time that these two parties have clashed. In oh, interesting. Fact, a couple of years ago, uh, Virginia, Virginia Urology, I'm struggling with that. Uh, they, they actually tried to register vasectomy madness. And of course, the NCAA jumped on that and said, look, this is causing confusion with our brand. And apparently it gets a little bit worse than it seems on the surface. And this is apparently true with vasectomy madness and now with vasectomy mayhem. Um, what I understand is that Virginia Urology actually runs ads that coincide with the timing of the tournament, and they make express representations that um, if you really want to stay home and watch the games, we have an excuse for you. Come in and get a vasectomy, and you can sit on the couch and watch these games. And so the NCAA has said that this does tend to show that there's some sort of partnership between the NCAA, its tournament, and uh, Virginia Urology. And so this is the second time they've clashed. Uh, my understanding of the first instance is that it ultimately resulted in Virginia Urology assigning the mark in its entirety 
over to the NCAA. You know, it really makes you wonder how long this proceeding might go on. Is Virginia Urology going to put up a bigger fight this time than they did last time? Or are they just going to assign this mark as well? Yeah. I mean, you also have to wonder what were they thinking? Um, did they not employ a trademark attorney who did a search to also see that the, uh, that the NCAA also owns various March Mayhem and Mayhem related trademarks? And did they really think that this would go any different? And I can see the uh, NCAA's point here now. Um, and I don't think, because I didn't know those facts before, uh, I don't think that this is more along the lines of a case of trademark bullying. I, I think that the NCAA has a legitimate beef uh, here, especially if the urology center engaged in the, the type of marketing that they did where basically they really are trying to play off the goodwill and trade off the goodwill and, and branding of March Madness. Right. I agree with that. And so, you know, putting that aside though, I, I think that I wanted to dig into this too and see what sort of practices does, does the NCAA engage in, in terms of its policing of its marks. And while, while I do agree on this one, because of the advertising and marketing that the Virginia urology was engaged in, it seems appropriate. But when you do a search on TTAB view, you know, the database that shows all of the actions that are filed, you'll quickly find over 100 opposition and cancellation proceedings that have been filed by the NCAA. And by all means, I'm sure there are several, well, more than several that are legitimate. But just in my review of the first two pages, I saw that they challenged Mango Madness uh, in connection with slot machines. And when I thought of that without digging in too much, you know, I just pictured your standard slot machines with all the fruit and probably just a mango theme. And, and I can't help but wonder, uh, how does that possibly create any sort of confusion or association with their brand? Uh, another that I noticed was mower madness. I mean, it, and that is just what it sounds like. It's in connection with lawnmowers. So I don't think anybody believes that the NCAA is getting into the lawnmower business. And un unless there is some sort of advertising or marketing mechanism going on where they're also trying to create this uh, false impression that they're a partner of the tournament, it just seems like, you know, they, the NCAA might still be a trademark bully. They just may not be a trademark bully in this particular instance with vasectomy mayhem. Yeah, you, you probably are right. Uh, and it sounds like that may be the case. So, uh, you know, but that's a lesson out there also for, for trademark holders, right? If you're, if you are thinking of a new mark and you're looking at a trademark search, uh, and if you're a trademark lawyer looking at a trademark search and you see uh, lots of oppositions or lots of cancellations filed by a mark owner over a particular aspect of their trademark, it's best to stay far away from that unless your client really, really wants it and is prepared to spend money to defend a, an opposition proceeding. I agree with that, Scott. And, you know, there are several entities out there that we know police their marks in this right. And so I, I, I mean, in this manner. And so I think that's, that's definitely something to keep in mind when you're reviewing these trademark search reports and you see, oh, well, you know, this may not be confusingly similar based upon my experience, but it's also, you know, corp company X who we know takes a very broad view of their trademark rights to put it politely. Yeah. And is, and is very aggressive in uh, policing their intellectual property rights.
Nice. Yes. Yeah. Good, uh, good report, Josh. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed Josh's not at all painful discussion of vasectomy madness and the NCAA. Uh, if you enjoyed this, please subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel and also check out our uh, blog at uh, iplawblog.com. Oh, and make sure to subscribe to our podcast.